0: Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And that's exactly what we do. We get you caught up with the people and the organizations that are making San Antonio a better place to live. And we've had Cam on before. Uh, And if you've heard it, you, you love hearing about them and what they do and the tremendous success Cam has. If you haven't, uh, I encourage you to listen, and uh, we're going to talk about ways that you can help out a great deal. Uh, Sarah Sutton is our guest today; she's the director of development. Uh, how are you doing, Sarah?
1: I am very well, Mr. Milton. How are you?
0: I'm doing just fine. And um, do me a favor. We're gonna we're gonna ju- Here's here's what I'm going to do. I want you to tell me kind of who you are, your mission, and history. Uh, And then we're going to do little commercials throughout because I know that um, I frequently ask one time, you know, what can our listeners do to help? Well, this is kind of our listeners can do a lot to help. So we're going to do that a lot during this interview. So give us the history and the mission of CAM.
1: Absolutely. Well, the mission of CAM is to share the love of Christ by providing immediate assistance and encouragement to those in crisis. And a little bit about our history. Gosh, we last year we celebrated our 45th birthday. This year we're going to be 46. We were founded back in 1977 by nine downtown churches. Um, we found that these nine churches all had a very similar issue come up. And that issue was that they they had people stopping on their doorsteps asking for help. You know, whether that be help with food, food uh, help with clothing, um, help with financial assistance. And these poor churches are just thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, we want to help. We so, we so badly want to help serve, but we just don't have the means or the resources to do so. And so they kind of all band together, and they were like, well, let's develop an organization that can help. And that was kind of the birth of CAM. Fast forward, almost 46 years later, and we are now supported by over 80 churches of all different denominations, all different areas of San Antonio, and um, we are serving over 70,000 people annually here in San Antonio, both residential clients and those that are homeless or unsheltered street homeless. So um, Cam has seen much, much growth in these almost 46 years, and we are so thankful to our churches. They are certainly the heart and soul of who Cam is.
0: You know, and so I'm going to see how this works, because I want to ask you just after this little, you and I are going to kind of make a commercial, if you will, Um, but uh, we're going to talk a little bit after this about how you do this and how you accomplish that mission. But. You know, like I said, I always ask uh, the guests, what can our d- listeners do to help? You actually have uh, a, a lot that they can do right now. Mm-hmm. What What can they
1: we do? We do, yes. So um, I think the best way people can support CAM, especially during our summer months, we have so so many different needs. Our, our needs are constantly changing on a monthly basis, really I should say on a daily basis. And so the best ways to help CAM are, um, think about gathering your friends, your family, your coworkers, people at your church, gathering everyone together, and um, maybe hosting your own little donation drive. And it doesn't need to be anything big or extravagant. Um, I, I highly encourage folks to come onto our website. We um, we update our website on a monthly basis with all of our needs, and oftentimes those needs will fluctuate between food clothing. Um, Sometimes it's just that we need baby items, such as diapers and formula. And so our website is a great resource to utilize. And so I always tell folks, head over to our website, um, check out what some of our needs are, gather some of your friends, your family, whoever it may be, and see if you can collect some of those items on uh, on our monthly list. Um, That's obviously the best way to support CAM, and we always, always like to encourage people. If you're not able to do that, prayer is also um, a very, very uh, uh, good way to help CAM.
0: I like that. Um, So the website is?
1: So CAM's website is cam-sa.org.
0: So cam-sa.org. Uh, and we'll give that out a number of times. So you, uh, you've you talked about the mission. Let's talk a little bit about how uh, CAM uh, achieves that mission. And there are a number of, of different uh, little things that, that you do. But talk about the, the how uh, you achieve that.
1: Absolutely. So um, the how, how does CAM achieve this? I always like to say, first and foremost, uh, God blesses Cam on a daily basis. He places his hand over Cam, and we are able to function and help serve people through him. Um, but I also obviously want to get give credit to our staff. We have a very lean staff, meaning, you know, we don't have hundreds of people working for us. We're a very small little nonprofit. We're small but mighty. We've got between, you know, 15 and 20 full-time, part-time staff members between both of our locations here in San Antonio. And um, we just have worker bees. You know, we have got an amazing um, client services team. They It's filled with, you know, administrators, caseworkers, social workers, um, along with our volunteers. And, and they are the ones that just are rock stars. They're the ones that see all of our clients um, on a daily basis. And, you know, Milton, we see upwards between Um, 150 and 200 people every single day. And that's uh, both residential clients and homeless clients. So you can imagine our little team. um, We are just rocking out all of these, all of these, um, all of these services that we provide. And I think because CAM has been around for so long, for almost 46 years, we have got some really, really, um, really good processes in place. We have a board of directors and member churches who are the backbone of who CAM is. Uh, They are fully aware of all of our processes and procedures and our operations. And uh, we meet with them, you know, sometimes monthly, bi-monthly, so that everyone is up to speed and we're fully transparent on what we're doing. And CAM is just a very well-oiled machine. We have got amazing staff, amazing volunteers who help serve with us. And it just works so well, and we feel so blessed.
0: Now, um, any government funding to help you do all this?
1: You know, we always like to say Cam never really accepted a lot of government funding just because, you know, with government funding comes a lot of stipulations and a lot of red tape. And the way Cam is funded is... Uh, We have our member and supporting churches who fund CAM. We have individuals who support CAM. Uh, We submit grants all year long. So many different foundations support CAM through grants. We also have um, our annual Feast to Feed Gala fundraiser. I will say we're so excited because uh, we have not had our Gala fundraiser in three years because of COVID. And so this is going to be the first year back having an in-person fundraiser, and we are so happy, so, so happy to be doing this. It's not only a fundraiser, but it's a friend-raiser. It's a way for people to engage with CAM, to really see what we do, hear what we do, hear about our client testimonials. Uh, It's a great way to engage and get involved with CAM.
0: Our guest today on In the Loop, Sarah Sutton. We're talking to CAM, our Christian Assistance Ministry. And uh, we're talking about that as well. Uh, Their website is cam, C-A-M dash S-A dot org. And by the way, I told you, sir, if I make a mistake on this, you tell me, okay? Um, (laughs) You got it. Yeah. And one of the things I told you before we started is I I really, truly love uh, the CAM approach because it seems to me, let's see if I can explain this well. Uh, both reactive as well as proactive. So preventative, maybe preventative is a good word. Uh, so um, you want to talk about some of the things, like you've mentioned food, but it's not just, and, you're, and I didn't know this, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the second largest food pantry in San Antonio?
1: Yes. You explained it beautifully, Milton. Um, kudos to you. We are the second largest food pantry in San Antonio. We provide a plethora of services. We always like to say that CAM really fills in the gap. Uh, we also like to say that CAM is the emergency room of social services. And the way we explain that is, think about some of the reasons you would go to an emergency room. It's because maybe perhaps you broke your leg or you're having a heart attack and you need to be seen right then and there. Uh, if you're having a heart attack, you don't necessarily go to a heart specialist because they're gonna say, "Well, will come back in two weeks and we'll see if we, what we can do for you. Well, you may not be around in two weeks and so you need to be seen right then and there. And that's what CAM is. We have people that come in, coming through our doors and they say, look, um, I just got a disconnection notice with CPS. My electricity is about to be turned off. I need help paying for this now because I have five babies at home and I can't have my electricity go out or, you know, or we have a mom and a dad come in and they say, I've got kiddos at home and we have no food. Can you please provide us with groceries? And so PAM fills in that emergent gap for people. Um, and we really try to Provide those services the day of, meaning they come in, they are seen right then and there, and they leave that day with a check to CPS or SAWS. They leave that day with clothing on their back. They leave that day with groceries for their babies. There's none of this, you know, we'll come in, we'll, you know, put you in our system and then, you know, come back later and then you can receive what you need. We really try to fill in that emergent gap right then and there so that we can help them get back on their feet.
0: Yeah, and prevent homelessness so that they're not out on the street, which creates a whole other series of problems, which are much more difficult to solve.
1: Absolutely. Yes, you hit the nail
0: on the head. I'm, I'm doing great. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, y'all, y'all are very easy to talk about. So um, uh, let's do this, too, real quick, the the website cam uh, slash sa, uh, dot org, but also, um, we talked about the food pantry. Uh, you talked about the uh, uh, the emergency uh, for like utilities and other things that are kind of keeping people at home. Um, what are some other programs that? I mean, because you're you're on the front lines in San Antonio of of homelessness. I mean, you're you're seeing it. You're you're knowing what services are needed and. The amazing thing is is how CAM responds, it, and you mentioned some like clothing and food. That's so easy for me to understand, but there are other issues as well that CAM kind of helps uh, these men and women, uh, these families to uh, to get back on their feet or get off the streets. Do you want to talk a little bit about those?
1: Absolutely. I think one of the things you brought up is how we're on the front lines. And specifically with our homeless population, we have a phenomenal outreach team. And what I mean when I say outreach team is it's exactly as I as it stated outreach. They are going out on the streets. They are reaching out to those that are homeless. They are reaching out to those that need help, that may want help, but they just don't know what to do and enter in, you know, our our, our phenomenal outreach team who are basically, like you said, they're on the front lines. They are talking to these people. They are establishing a relationship with those that are on the street, those that are homeless, I think, because so often, you know, community members, those that um, are just everyday people, they well, you know, why can't they get a job or why can't they do this or do that? But it just goes so far beyond getting a job or going in to get help. A lot of these folks that are on the street, they don't know how, and they have absolutely no guidance. And that's where CAM comes in because we go out and we meet them where they are. And we're not sitting there telling them, hey, we're going to get you into a facility. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're out there and we're just talking with them, Milton. We're just establishing a relationship with them because at CAM we understand that it's not necessarily about getting them somewhere. It is about establishing a relationship to build trust first so that they know that they can trust CAM because we have their back. And once you establish that relationship with them and we build that trust with them, that's when they say, hey, you know what? I think I am ready to go into a facility or I think I am ready to make my life better. I want help. And we are right there helping them along the way, getting them where they need to go. And it is a phenomenal thing. I will say, you know, this past year, we've been getting... Uh, over 30 people off the street, and we're moving the needle. We're moving the needle in a positive direction when it comes to homelessness.
0: Yeah, and that's that's amazing. So, 30 people. Let's let's repeat it and let's see if I got it right. 30 people off the street each month, is that right? Each
1: month, yeah. 30 people off the street each month. You are correct.
0: Yes, that's absolutely incredible. And you know, the thing that that I like too is um, oh is little things, and, and I'm guessing this is still an issue, when I first heard about CAM was one of the things was filling out a resume, actually applying for a job. It wasn't, you know, things that, that if you're not homeless, you simply think are easy to do because for you they are. Um, are those still challenges?
1: Oh, gosh, absolutely, yes. Um, yeah, because these 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 folks that we see and we meet and we talk with, the very basic things. I'll give you an example. Just the the basic need of taking a shower. You know, that's something that you and I do at home. Uh, Well, these people don't have a home. They don't have showers. And that's one of the services that CAM provides is we have a mobile shower unit for both men and women on our campus. And um, we tell them, come take a shower because that is such a basic need that everyone deserves. And the difference that it makes in their demeanor it's just so phenomenal to see. But, yes, you know, something as simple as filling out a resume. They need the Wi-Fi to mm-hmm. look up a specific application, or they need help with writing or spelling. And so, you know, income our outreach team, and they're just rock stars. That's what they do to help.
0: Yeah. And they, do they need um, – do I remember correctly that also Cam can provide someone who doesn't have an address – uh to actually get an address to receive something about uh
1: that job, you are a hundred percent correct, Milton, yes, so cam allows our downtown address uh those that do not have a place of residence, we allow them to use our address downtown as their place, I don't want to say place of residence, but they can get their mail sent to our downtown campus, and we have uh, kind of hours of operation for our quote-unquote postal services, and they get their mail, they know when they can come get their mail every single day, every single hour, and um, one of the things that we provide that I failed to mention are birth certificates and IDs, right. and that IDs is very, very helpful with our homeless population, because So often they either lose their ID or they don't have one and they'll come in and apply to get an ID, but then they say, But I don't have a home. I don't have anywhere to get this sent to. And we say, Hey, don't worry. You can use our address as your address. And it's just, it just works. It's seamless.
0: Yeah. Uh, our guest today is uh, Sarah Sutton. She's the development director with uh, CAM here in San Antonio, and uh, we're talking about them, Christian Assistance Ministry uh, and the different things. All right, I promise you we would talk a little bit about how our listeners can help you, and then I've got more questions, Sarah. So what are some things that you need right now? If Now that I've heard this and your mission has touched my heart, what, what can I do to help?
1: Oh, goodness. Well, I guess we can talk about some of our needs this month, and I will say this one specific need that I'm going to mention is not just a need this month. This is a need that happens year-round, Milton. We can never seem to have enough men's jeans of all sizes. Um, Men's jeans just don't seem to stay on our shelves because whenever we get those donations in of men's jeans, our clients just, they, they swarm in and they need those jeans. That is just such a big thing for them. So men's jeans of all sizes are a huge need for us. And then specifically this month, we're also in need of men's t-shirts of all sizes. We're also looking for licensed barbers and or hairstylists that would consider uh, working with us maybe uh, once every few weeks to help us with our homeless population, because we do like to provide haircuts to our homeless population. We are also in need of some male volunteers for our shower program. Let's see, we can also use uh, commercial vacuum cleaners. That's a pretty big deal at our campus. We're a nonprofit, so we're not able to, uh, we try to really focus our budget money to be used directly to our clients and their needs. and so. Something as simple as a vacuum cleaner—we're very much in need of those, um, as well as diapers. Oh goodness, diapers—they're a big, big need for us. We always get mamas that come into our campus asking if we have diapers, and we—we um, we can't all—we can't ever seem to keep those on our shelves either. Specifically, sizes five and six; those are those are the typical sizes that that the mamas need. And then, lastly, I'm going to say uh, we're really in need of some volunteers to help us on Saturdays. We understand that you know Monday through Friday, a lot of people are working or they're in school and they're not able to serve. And that's why we allow folks to come in on Saturdays and they can help serve and um, be on campus with us and help us with just a ton of different projects. We have something for every personality uh, we work with people's schedules and so we don't have a rigorous volunteer training either it's really 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 simple and easy to volunteer with us you just have to let us know you're interested and we will we'll grab you <laughs> so <laughs> so those are some of our current needs uh
0: good perfect and they can go to find out how to donate and uh, uh what you need specifically at cam uh uh dash -sa.org uh, cam-sa.org or just look up Christian Assistance Ministry uh, here in San Antonio, and you'll, you'll be directed to them. And if you didn't get that information, you call me at the station. I'm Milton Glick. I'll get you that information. Yes, Sarah. You were going to say something. Oh, no, I wasn't. No, oh, no. oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were. That's okay. Um, let's do a little more bragging, and then I have a weird question for you. Um, <laughs> the talk about your, your program with a, a, a SAPD.
1: Our SAPD program, it started as a pilot program last year with our homeless outreach team. And basically what happened is we found that Cam um, and our homeless outreach team—they had—they were establishing a really good connection with SAPD because oftentimes we found that SAPD and SAPD bike patrol they would um, pick up some of our homeless clients. And when I say pick up, maybe there was a disturbance, maybe they saw them on the street needing help, and they were constantly reaching out to our team for help because they knew that they could count on Cam. You know, if they found someone downtown that needed. Shoes, because they saw someone that was walking without shoes, or they they saw someone that maybe was um, in need of something specific, or you know was just down on their luck and needed some help. They knew that they could count on our homeless outreach team, and so um, our one of our staff members, she kind of came to our CEO and said, you know, I want to I want to develop this program, and you know our CEO said, well, we're kind of already doing this. We kind of already have an unofficial establishment slash program with SAPD. Let's just start calling it this pilot program. And it kind of just, it, 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 it skyrocketed. And now, you know, Cam is working with SAPD. We're working with the DA's office. We're working with uh, city councilmen, all in the effort for, uh, around homelessness and moving the needle. And um, it's become, it's just kind of one of those things. I feel like this always falls in Cam's back where we just eventually come up with this process. You know, this process for specific operations for those in need. And it just seems to work because I think we are such a boots on the ground type of organization where people come to us for help or they come for us, come to us because they have a specific need. And we're just the type of organization where we'll figure it out. If it's not something that we've handled in the past, we kind of come together as a team, try to figure out how we can help make it work and we just do it. And so I think that's a true testament to CAM and um, our mission because people know that they can come to us and we will figure out how to make whatever it is work and our pilot our sapd pilot program has skyrocketed it's amazing we're so thankful to them and the bike patrol Uh, we have a really good relationship with them so um
0: so here's the weird question um and we have about four minutes left so uh, you know people see people in san antonio and maybe even more so than before, um, that are homeless, uh, and want to do something, want to help and don't know, should they give money? Should they give, uh, advice on, on where to, you know, who might help them? Uh, should they just stay to themselves? What, what do you tell someone who's listening, who's going to see somebody tomorrow who's homeless and, and, and their heart breaks for them and want, they want to help them. What do you tell them?
1: Absolutely. So we get this, we get this question more often than not. And so what we like to tell folks is um, go with your gut and go with your heart. I think the one thing that I like to say to people is first and foremost, educate yourself. So do some research and find some information on different organizations around San Antonio that specifically help those that are on the street. And maybe make a list of them. Make a list of the name of the organization, the phone number, um, the address, and keep that handy. Keep it in your car, your purse, your wallet, whatever that may be. And if you see somebody and you're, you know, they're you're at a stoplight and you roll down your window and you see somebody, um, maybe tell them about a couple of different organizations that they can go to for help. Um, Another way is if you want to keep like snack packs in your car. Maybe it's like a little baggie and it's got, uh, or a little H-E-B plastic bag and it's got some snacks, a bottle of water, you know, maybe a razor and some travel-sized toiletries that you get just throughout, you know, random situations in your life. Those are always, you know, nice to keep in your car and just pass out to folks that are on the street. We, we don't really like to recommend folks giving money specifically um, for various reasons but like I said ultimately it's up to each individual person and you have to do what you feel called to do now we always always discourage do not put someone in your car do not take them anywhere um, do not transport someone that you think is in need that is needing help from you know to a police station or to, uh, to a nonprofit we really discourage that so the best way like I said do some research. Find out where the organizations are in town that help the homeless. Um, write write it down. Maybe make a couple of copies and give it to that give it to that person. You can even talk about bus routes because they you may think, well, I'm telling them where to go, but how are they supposed to get there? Um, you can also do some research on bus routes and figure out what routes are in that area. If you see the same person, you know, as you're going to work every morning, and then again with the snack packs. Um, to keep in your car, that's always good, too. So great question.
0: Thank you. And, Sarah, this has flown by. Thank you so much. Uh, if folks want more information, uh, call me at the station, Milton Glick. I'll be happy to get you that. But the website, cam-sa.org, cam-sa.org. And um, before we go, uh, go there. You can see how you can help. You can see uh, all kinds of things. Sarah, thanks for coming on the station. I'm sorry we ran out of time. We'll, we'll, we'll visit again.
1: Thank you for having me, Milton.
0: You bet. All right. We're going to say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick, but you be sure to join us next week as we keep you in the loop. Thanks for joining us in the loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick.